0: Hello friends, today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records, Sheer Force, Streets of Pain is out now, please go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, whatever, support, Sheer Force, stream Streets of Pain, they're an awesome band, and they're doing cool stuff right now. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. They have a cool sale of random t-shirts going on right now. I think it's 15 bucks a pop, which is a really nice deal for a t-shirt because you think about these days, prices are pretty high, which is understandable. So if you can pick up a t-shirt for $15, I think that's awesome. So please head over to the link in their bio and head over and check out the sale before it's too late and all shirts will ship out immediately. Also, There's a new newsletter, so please head over to the From Within Records website and enter your email to be signed up for the new newsletter. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high-quality merch for your band, for your business, please support my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They're always doing awesome stuff, working with awesome bands. I'm so proud of what they've accomplished, and I'm so happy to be working with them. So, shout out to Good Fortune Printing. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing, or if you want to get in contact with them, please email them contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Before we get into today's guest, twice is upon us. This week, today's Tuesday on Saturday. I will be seeing twice again, this time at SoFi Stadium in LA, which is insane because you think about that whole park I've been to uh, twice at the Forum. I've seen Itzy and Espa at the YouTube Theater, but here we are now for the main event. We're heading to the giant football stadium, which I was originally supposed to go to in 2020 to see Taylor Swift for her Lovers Fest, but that got canceled. We all know why but fast forward to 2023 and I'm finally going to enter the stadium, but not for Taylor Swift for twice. And this is something truly amazing because if you jump back to the first time I saw twice, I went solo, right? I, I traveled to the forum and it was cool, right? My I had front row seats. It was an amazing first experience to see twice. But I was I was just a little bit sad because I was like, man, the only thing that would make this better is if I went with my friends. Uh, but at the time, I kind of dove into this whole K-pop thing alone, and I, you know, tried to get my friends into it. I, I specifically remember a time sitting in my bedroom with Nate and Garrett, and I put on a, a, a mix or it's like a playlist of uh, Twice music videos, and they didn't get it. But I I totally understand it's fine. At least they gave it a shot, right? They're willing to put up with it and watch a couple music videos. Uh, But it's not for everybody, which is totally fine. So I went to that one alone, which is uh, cool, but whatever, like I said, would have been better with friends, but through just going to different K-pop concerts and talking about it so much on here and on Instagram and Twitter I just you know this is something that I've been known for right to to be such a big fan of K-pop and then eventually going to more shows running into actual hardcore kids and talking to them cuz the well, when I went to it Twice for the first time there was a a, a dude I, and I should have said something, but uh, whatever he was wearing a have heart hoodie. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I don't feel so alone. Cause I, I was there. I, I have pictures of myself. I, I was wearing a tsunami t-shirt, whatever. Um, I, I figured I'd be the only hardcore person there. But to my surprise, I saw somebody wearing a have heart hoodie. And then I go to K con. I'm seeing, uh, people rocking Gulch merch and I'm like oh cool like this I'm not the only hardcore kid which obviously I, I didn't really think that I was but I was
1: like
0: the crossover is there it's always not a big crossover but uh I I know it's not so strange for me to be into this but eventually run into uh some kids at the uh twice encore they compliment my blood for blood t-shirt I'm like, oh, hey, cool. We find out we have mutual friends. They're from Fresno. I have friends in Fresno. Shout out to the Fresno hardware scene. Shout out Ipsara Control, Distort. You know, the vibes. uh, Super cool uh, scene up there. Uh, And it it was a pleasure to talk to those guys. And then I I didn't didn't think anything of it. Right, nice interaction, whatever. But fast forward, we're at Brave Girls in Koreatown. And I see a dude wearing a Magnitude T-shirt. And I'm like, I have to say something to them because I'm, I'm friends with magnitude. I think it would be funny to send them a picture. I'm like, Hey, like I'm at a K-pop concert. There's some person wearing your shirt here. I come to find out the person wearing the magnitude shirt is the person that I talked to it twice. And we just agreed like, Hey, this is our second time running into each other. Let's uh, exchange socials. So from there become friends on all the socials and then I get invited to their discord and it's this cool discord and all we talk about is uh k-pop and life whatever and and it's really awesome something that like we're all super active in and we always talked about how cool it would be for all of us to get together for twice because that's like all of our like ultimate groups right like there's so many cool k-pop groups but when it comes to twice like that's it like we'll do anything for twice so when twice gets announced that they're doing the ready to be tour, Like, All right. No matter what we're making LA happen. Uh, like let's figure it out. So here we are the week of, we have friends flying in from Hawaii, Canada and Louisville. Right. And then there's two local guys here, me and the homie Ben. So, uh, everybody's slowly trickling in. Like, like half the Hawaii homies are already here. I'm picking up Uh, the other half of Hawaii friends on Friday from LAX. And then we got a sick Airbnb and it's just going to be such an amazing time. I'm so pumped to be able to see twice again, because when I first got into K-pop during COVID, I I, I didn't know what the reality of shows and concerts were going to be because a never been to one and B we weren't sure if the world was ever going to get back to normal, if going to shows was even going to be a thing again. So for things to get back to the way w- they were before COVID. And I've gotten to see twice multiple times since I first got into them. So to finally be able to get to this point where uh, they're bigger than ever, right? They sold out SoFi stadium first K-pop group, uh, first female K-pop group, excuse me to sell out a stadium. Cause uh, don't forget about B- BTS, legendary BTS. They've already done that. They've done, uh, staples they did um, uh, allegiant uh, in vegas so they're, they're legendary but first female k-pop group to sell out a stadium in north america so shout out to twice that's a cool um, thing that they've achieved but to finally be able to go with friends that i talk to daily uh, we built these cool relationships and for us to be able to go and share um, our love for twice and to just be in each other's company i think it's going to be the best thing ever because i've already had an amazing time going to twice alone so it's just going to be elevated going there with friends who know me on a you know real personal level and we share this same intense love for twice it's going to be such a good time so i'm so excited to be able to go if you see me there say hi let's take a picture come be in the vlog right we we got the vlog camera we're uh doing weekly vlogs the Uh, By the time you're hearing this, the 626 Night Market Vlog will be up, so please head over to YouTube, subscribe, check that shit out. I'm having a lot of fun filming and doing that kind of stuff, other than doing the podcast, so please support me over there, I'd appreciate it, but it's just going to be something that I've been looking forward to for a very long time, and I'm so excited to finally be able to see twice again, but this time with some close friends. I cannot wait, it's going to be amazing, and... They play Moonlight again. Spoiler alert for anybody who does not know the set list. They play Moonlight again, which was one of my top tracks of 2022. Still one of my top tracks to this day. Like When I listen to that song, it reminds me of Michael Jackson. I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson, the king of pop, amazing music. I love that song. If you're not familiar, go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Tile, YouTube, Bandcamp, whatever, and go stream Moonlight by Twice. It's amazing. You can thank me later. It's such a good song. Like, oh, my God, I, I can't get over how perfect that song is. And for them to include it in the set list again, I'm so happy. Because you, you also, I think, right, huge artists, uh, so many songs in their catalog. And since their last tour, they've come out with, uh, like, a Japanese record, like, or like two Japanese singles, uh, like an EP, a full length. There's so much new music. So for them to still include that uh, in the set list, Uh, is amazing because they have a long list of hits right they could have uh, easily cut that out but they didn't and i'm so happy so i'm so much looking forward to that it's gonna be amazing time i I cannot wait but today we had a track down our good friends brett and bailey from the new hardcore band dimension six out of virginia and it was a pleasure for me Uh, to have Brett back on the podcast. Brett's uh, been on the podcast before. He plays in another band called No Other Way. Shout out to all my straight-edge people. And Bailey's a newcomer to the podcast, so it it was great to have someone new, someone old, and to hear about this new, awesome band from Virginia. I'm, I'm a huge fan of what they have going on out there. Shout out Killing Pace, Downfall, Richmond Vampire. There's so much cool shit going on in Virginia, but Dimension Six... Uh, was a special one for me just because I'm friends with Brett and I'm just really into the demo and I'm happy to hear some new awesome music and for me to uh, reach out to Brett and have him still be down it it truly means a lot to me and it was a pleasure to talk to Bailey and get to know him it was fun to uh, have them crack up Uh, you know they, they tell this funny story about Jamie and Throwdown which I'm sure you guys will eventually get to but this was a fun one for me I love people especially friends in hardcore who continue to want to support and do cool stuff outside of just going to shows or reposting flyer they're actually getting out there putting in the work starting a band uh, doing cool stuff so i'm really happy that the dimension six demo is out i'm happy that people are fucking with it and i'm happy that they were down to come on the podcast and talk about it. it it truly means a lot to me so for anyone who's gotten this far If you're not familiar with Dimension 6, it's on the Hardcore Caviar playlist. Shout out to all the bands on the Hardcore Caviar playlist, but Dimension 6 is on there. They're awesome, but please hit pause. Go boot up your Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube, Bandcamp, whatever. Go stream the Dimension 6 demo, then come back here, listen to Brett, Bailey, and I talk about the band. It was fun. It was awesome, and I can't wait to do it again, so please... Strap in. Enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Brett and Bailey to the show. podcast brett and bailey thank you for joining me today i really appreciate it yeah for sure
1: Thanks yeah, for for having sure. Us. yeah
0: thank you okay and bailey when you're leaning like that you're a little off oh, okay, <laughs> off screen can, uh, yeah I, I know the the, the viewers are going to want to see your your full face so um if you could just stay in frame they'd appreciate that but uh thank you for coming on the podcast today there's been a lot of buzz about your guys's new band dimension six uh, and i'm a huge fan i saw uh, a bunch of people posting about it and, and this was before i saw you post it brett i, I just saw it floating around and i was like oh th- this is pretty cool I'll, I'll definitely check it out later today and then when i saw you post it brett i was like okay cool uh, i definitely have to check it out now because obviously I, i've uh, been a fan of what you've been doing in hardcore so i went and checked it out and it was awesome and to see so many of my friends who i don't even know if uh, you know but they're posting it and they normally don't just post random demos so i was actually really surprised to see it getting posted by certain people and then also seeing on social media people just like not even knowing who the lineup was they were just so into the music and uh, i i reached out and told everybody uh, that you were in the band because you're at that time you're the only person that i knew so uh, for for it to uh you know be out for a short amount of time but to get so much uh, love i i think it's really awesome
1: like yeah thank you
2: yeah we're really excited about it uh yeah i saw a few people be like yeah like who the fuck's in this band yeah. like we don't know like anybody in this band this is sick which is cool like, i think we're all kind of like more low-key people like at waste from like the internet i don't think we know it's not yeah. like that type of thing where it's like we're like we've been like doing like super big bands So I think it's kind of just, like, we're just, like, normal dudes that go to shows. Um, So, yeah, it's kind of, like, natural in that way, I guess. Oh, yeah. As far as, like, you actually do it.
0: And uh, leading up to it, was there any thought to uh, hype it up or were you guys just waiting to have everything good to go then post it because sometimes a a slow build up can get a a little drawn out and people would get over it and you might build up too much hype for the music that you're putting out but uh, from my perspective you know following you Brett I didn't see you post anything about it until the music was actually up
2: so we, we actually posted like a really zoomed in screenshot of like the lion thing on the demo Okay, like the food dog but that's like the only thing we did. We didn't like really, I think we had like an actual conversation about like not really like voting enough to something. Yeah, we just wanted to put it out. Like just, just drop it, just drop it, have it come
0: out. And for everyone who's listening, can you uh, tell everybody who else is in the band besides you two?
1: Hey, go ahead, Billy. Um. Yeah, so our singer's name is Kenny. Um, he did a, band, a straight edge band from Roanoke at one point called Step Off. Um, and then we have our drummer Tyler, who's been in all kinds of bands from our own down and played in previous bands with us. And then uh, our other guitarist Nick, who's also been in previous bands with us, and in a couple other bands, that also plays in a band called uh, um, Infernal Gaze right now.
2: Yeah,
0: Infernal Gaze. Okay. Yeah, no, actually,
2: Jamie uh, Kenny was in Step Off. That band had uh, Jamie Davis in it, and then it had oh, Josh. Oh, yeah, right. You know both of them, I think, right?
0: I do. Uh, I I miss Josh and Jamie. Uh, who knows where he's at these days? He's uh,
2: <laughs> he's like <my> somewhere, <laughs> traveling <laughs> yeah. around.
0: Yeah, last I heard, he was uh, going to fill in for some band uh, of like mutual friends of ours. And uh, I, I see him on, on the internet, uh, but not as much as I used to. And I, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Hope he's doing well.
2: I think he's
1: over.
2: Yeah. yeah, he. I think he. Cause I, I sent him the demo like before it came out. Um and he said he was also doing something, like he had like a demo coming out mm-hmm. with someone. I don't I think he's living I think he's living in Boise still. Okay. But I know he like went out to Oregon and shit like that. But
1: You're blowing and, the lid off right now. Jimmy's doing a new band.
2: Yeah, well no, and I think yeah, I think he uh was doing something
1: with what's that band called from Boise?
2: Rejection Pact. Yeah, Rejection Pact, yeah, yeah. That's it, that's it. Yeah. I don't know if it's still a thing, but I know he's doing some new band besides that.
0: Interesting. I'll have to hit up my Boise contacts and see if they've heard anything. But uh, Bailey, where are you from?
1: I am from Roanoke. Uh,
0: oh, okay. So, damn, th- that's awesome. Roanoke in the house. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was funny when I—I uh, I don't know if I should name this person, but uh, somebody like posted about you know, oh, who, who the fuck's in this band? And I hit them up. I'm like, oh, um, my buddy Brett's in this band. He's from Roanoke. And he came back and was like, Holy shit, I haven't heard of Roanoke in a while. I, I used to go to hardcore shows there back in the day. And I was surprised because he's, uh, like, from my understanding, where he lives is not that close to Roanoke's road. So for him to to know the history and to have gone there before, I, I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Is this person from Virginia? No. Okay. But I think, yeah, I think it was Bob because he, he did post something about that because I had followed him before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, Who the fuck's in this band? And like an hour later, he requested to follow me and then yeah so i don't know
0: maybe who knows Try out bob wilson he, he's doing awesome stuff um but
2: yeah.
0: th- that's cool I, i've always been a, a big fan of roanoke since uh, meeting people like jamie davis and brad and josh so to, to know that you're from there bailey th- th- that's cool because I, I just uh looking at the band camp and you guys just putting virginia in, in, in the bio yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was like a a, a richmond band yeah. or what you guys were going to claim
1: uh we have members in like Harrisonburg and well Kenny's from Roanoke. He lives in Harrisonburg now, um, which is College Town. Yeah, college town a couple hours up the interstate from Roanoke. Um, and our guitarist is from Nova. Harrisonburg as well. And then he lives in Shenandoah, it's like kind of the same thing. And then our drummer is also from Roanoke lives there currently. Okay, yeah, everyone in the
2: band's from Roanoke except for Nick. Yes. He's from uh, Nova.
1: Oh, he's from Nova. Yeah. From oh, Nova. right, right. It's from okay. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. And
0: how's the scene down in Roanoke these days?
1: Uh, it's pretty sick. Um, shows are getting a lot of attention. A lot of a lot of new people coming out. There's a really dope new venue down there called Flying. Panther. There's like a skate shop, and they have like a nice warehouse space behind a attached to their building, kind of like behind it, and they do a lot of shows. But all the hardcore shows down there are. Pretty much there, and uh, they just built a stage and stuff in there, and they're getting good attendance and a lot of cool bands rolling through. So it's doing pretty pretty good.
0: That that's awesome to hear. I'm I'm happy to hear that it's doing well because obviously uh, just being friends with uh, some people from Roanoke over the years and just hearing about the ups and downs, I'm I'm happy to hear that it's in a good place and there's still things going on down there. Because
1: oh yeah, it definitely went through a lot of ups and downs over the past five to ten years for sure, but it's really doing good now
0: hmm And how's everything out there in the Richmond area?
1: Sick. Yeah, it's
2: going good. I feel like it's been like shit like really popped up like after COVID. Mm-hmm. Like right after COVID. Like uh 2021. Like that summer there was like a couple shows. There was like a regulate mind force Teddy show. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like it was sold out. And then there was like a enforced show like right after that. It was like a double letter shitload of people there was like a big punk show under a bridge there was like hundreds of people um, it's like died down a little bit I think in like attendance but it's still like I mean it's like a big enough big of a city and like you know an established enough scene mm-hmm. to kind of maintain like a certain amount of like attendance and I mean there's like you know new bands happening uh, kind of and you know it's it's cool yeah just happening. so
0: yeah Bailey I, I see you wearing that Killing Pace hat I, I think that band is pretty awesome
2: yeah there's yeah. yeah. They're actually playing Roanoke um like next month. There's a fest at the Flying Panther, uh, called The Four is Gone. And I I, it's a bunch I of, kind of like punky, kind of smaller bands, but headlining uh, mm. like it. Uh, this kind of old punk band called YDI is playing. Um and then Dimension Six is playing too.
0: Yeah, so I saw the ticket lot uh, ticket link in your bio, Bailey. So that's uh yeah. That's pretty cool. A lot of bands, a lot of bands that I, I've never heard of on that lineup. So I'm, I'm definitely curious to go back and look at the flyer and, and check some of them out.
2: I think if I'm not mistaken, I mean a lot of the bands on that are like Virginia bands.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, a good chunk of them. I think there's sure. only
2: like a maybe a couple of out of state bands like that I know of. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I think it's mostly like Virginia.
1: Okay.
0: And can you talk about the demo? Or, like how long did the recording process take and when did that, did that even start?
1: Um, so the actual recording of the demo took two days. We just knocked it out really quick. Um, had it mixed and mastered. Took a couple of weeks to get all that done. The actual like songs themselves actually took like two or more years to get like put together. Not put together, but they all came together. Then it just took a little while to find like a lineup to do it. Um, some things just weren't working out, and then finally got the right lineup, book recording, got in there, knocked it out, and now it's out.
0: Damn, two years that, that, that's crazy that uh, you went through that process for, for that long because uh, Brett did mention that you wrote most of the stuff for the demo.
1: Yeah, I wrote like. All the tracks, and then Brett came in and was like, "Hey, let's change this. Let's move these things around," and added a bunch of things to it.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he had had these songs like they weren't like really the exact same songs, but they, like some of the riffs had been around for like years because this is like the fucking like 15th band I've done with them, and like some of the riffs on the demo were like a thing in like like two bands ago, like fucking like four years ago. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but the songs themselves, I think like he was saying, it's been, like, probably two years Mm -hmm. um, and, like, a couple different lineups of people. Um, But I think it changed pretty significantly. Like, like the the current versions of them, like, the release versions, they're pretty different.
1: Everything was, like, done, I would say... Man, I'm so bad with, like, dates and time frames. Everything was done around, like, June, July of last year and then um i was like yo this is this is the final product we had done like a little like demo for our ears Mm -hmm. kind of like to hear it and just hear how it sounded and um that never came out we just weren't like really practicing we couldn't kind of get things rolling and then that just kind of like crumbled so i took what that was those songs and then i hit up brett and our buddy nick and um the singer Kenny and I was like, yo, let's just do this. And I showed up at Nick's house one day and we just like we had some mics we got off Amazon. He can do like demos in his basement and stuff. So we just did a quick demo, like a quick word, you know, this is what it's gonna be, everyone go learn these songs type deal. And we made a few changes right there. Brett made some more changes after that before doing the actual demo and then we just went and recorded the actual demo put it out. Okay. And uh, no, no, such it's, a long time.
0: it's been a couple of weeks now. Uh, like, How are you feeling now that it's finally out since it uh, took such a long time and uh, you've seen some of the reactions online?
1: I mean, it's stoked. Uh, like it's, I'm super happy with it. I'm like glad people fuck with it. It's uh, cool to know that it like took the time and energy that it did and then it comes out and I know it's like, oh, people, people fuck with it. Uh, it feels good. Definitely. Satisfied with how people are taking it, receiving it.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us had, like, really any expectations. Yeah, no at all. I think we just, like, I think, like, the core, like, idea, or, like, at least for me, like, the core kind of um, just goal is just, to, like, have fun with your friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, how any band should be. I, I know some bands kind of have, like, agendas going in. But I think we're just, like, chilling and having fun and just, like, making shit that, like, we would mosh do. <laughs> Or just like go off work, so um, yeah, definitely. yeah. But we we didn't have any like you know set like we're gonna like put it out, do X Y Z play these shows, hit up these people, and um, we just were kind of like we we're just gonna make it as good as we can, um, and just put it out, and then just see what happens.
0: Yeah, and like I said, from an outsider looking in to see the response and the amount of times that I saw it on, on my timeline, I, I I think that was really awesome that. Uh, you guys just kind of quietly put it out there and just let the masses decide and for everybody uh to to repost it and and like like we were talking about earlier not even really knowing uh, the people in the band i i thought that was like such a cool thing just a a a new band could pop up with uh no hype or or no any uh kind of real backing but get that kind of attention I, i i think that's really awesome and i feel like that's the music speaking for itself. The, you know the the quality yeah. that you guys are putting out, just people are, are are really fucking with it right now in the current state of hardcore.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel like to a degree it was like the music kind of like I was just kind of letting it speak like for itself because there was a like there was a moment when we were in other bands where it was like we were we were doing it, we were like writing music and stuff, but we just kind of like weren't really pushing ourselves. We were just kind of doing what we would normally do. And then with this i was like yo i want to really like push to make sure that everything is the best it could possibly be which is one sorry my bad. which is one of the reasons that it like kind of took a minute uh, as well as you know just trying to get the right people on board with it mm-hmm.
0: for sure and uh, can you talk about the name of the band dimension six where does that come from
1: oh man um so we were like juggling around some names, and then our singer Kenny is a sneakerhead and he's really into Nike. And when Nike went to file for their patent for one of their shoes, I forget which one it was. Their original like filing name for the patent was Dimension Cities. And yeah, it, it was like
2: the name for Nike before it was Nike, I guess.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I, it I think, was, yeah. yeah. Before,
2: before they chose Nike, it was called like, Dimension six sportswear brand or footwear, or whatever. Um, as, as far as I know, I, don't, I mean, that's what he said, mm-hmm. it be different, but I know it was for sure a name of something
1: for Nike.
0: That's wild. Yeah. I, I've i never heard of yeah, that yeah, before.
1: Yeah, it was, and then it, we, cause we, we obviously were like, Oh, yo, that's kind of like deep cut, like it's about shoes and whatever. But it just, yeah, I just, just were like, Oh, that's kind of sick. It just, it, it cool. just,
2: it just sounds, it. I mean, I, I've heard like mix things about it. Like before the music came out, um, this guy kits my hair. I was like talking to him and I was like, yeah, I've this band called Dimension Six, and he's like, that name's like kind of bad, but it's probably okay. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh I mean I think it's like I don't know because the names you were going with before were just like generic like ass fucking, like hardcore names. And it's just, like it's not like no one's gonna listen to fucking like like gun weapon mosh assault or like whatever like some generic ass just like fucking aggressive sounding name like i mean maybe they will but like it's just it's this is like different enough and it's just like it's i don't know just kind of like a normal ass like name for anything that you can name anything so
0: yeah i like it because i I feel like there's some times too where there's bands that'll like recycle a name from like an older band. I'm just like, okay, like I get it, it's hard to come up with a with the band name, but when I hear Dimension Six, like it doesn't like ring any bells. Now, like when I hear that, I like automatically think of you guys. So I think it's fine. I i don't think it's like a bad name or anything. I think it's cool. Oh, yeah,
2: thank you. Well, yeah, I think it's like one of those names that I think if like if the music is good, you just associate the name with being good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think if like the music was bad or like horrible, like it would I don't know. It's kind of like the name's neutral, so like it like the music kind of speaks for it, I guess. And then like if it's really good or it's really bad, you associate it with the name. You're just like, oh, that name's cool because the band's good, or it's bad because the band's bad, I guess.
0: And I'm already thinking like merch designs in my head. Do You guys, you know, to shorten it, do, are you guys gonna like do like any like D six, like the letter D, the word six, or incorporate the number? Because, uh,
1: um, like maybe. I think Dude. we we talked about it, but it was just like, Oh, it's like, oh yo, D six are just it just is a thing. And we were like, oh well let's just we're not just gonna do that. We'll like the name's cool, we'll just use the name and then people just started calling it that. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably just gonna happen at some point. I, um, I,
2: I've been pushing for a jersey, but none of these idiots wanna fucking do it. They <laughs> I've been trying to get like a basketball jersey or like a football jersey or a fucking lacrosse penny. That would be fucking sick. Let's do that. But they're like, no. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not my band. It's not the, it's not the rap band. So, but, um, but I think it would be cool you know, to have, like, you know, <laughs> you, you, you can do cool things with, like, the number. You know, it's like a number band.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I can see
0: that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think uh, who was the last band that did a cool basketball jersey. Because it's been a while off the top of my head. Probably,
2: like, I could see, like, fucking, not Crown of Thorns. What's that other band called? I don't know. And, Yo, when I think of Danny, like, Danny Diablo, I can see, I can see Danny Diablo. For whatever Diablo.
1: reason, when I think of jerseys, I know that there's like sick hardcore bands that do them, and mm-hmm. they're like dope. But I just think of like sweaty deathcore kids like beating each other up to like uh, that genre of beatdown deathcore that's like just like done, done, done. That's just what I think <laughs> It's always been yeah. such a turnoff, but like, I mean, that's just dope with your into. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: just what I think about. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Like sitting behind me, like right here, I have, uh, I, I think it's a um division of mine rugby jersey that, that they did at San and Fury oh, yeah. a couple of years ago. And then I have like a Halsey baseball jersey, a Twitching Tongues football jersey, and there's a code orange basketball jersey in there from. I, I think this is hardcore. Like I, I don't remember what year it was, but I, I think it'd be cool. Sportswear and hardcore is cool, in, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, our singer's like a fucking like dumb jock. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he would fucking jock me. Not really, he's sick. Um, but he he definitely loves like that that type of style. So I don't know why we're not doing that. But I'm just gonna blame Bailey for that. All right. okay, well,
1: just believe me.
0: You guys are still a brand new band, so I feel like there's still time to incorporate some sort of Jersey.
1: Yeah, we've already you know we've already crushed Brett's dreams. He's been <laughs> out for two weeks, and he's already. And is
0: is there any merch floating around? Because you guys do have that show coming up. Uh, Have you guys started on anything, or are you guys going to start small and then Uh, work your way to cool stuff?
2: We have. So we we actually played a show with this band like three months ago Mm -hmm. um, at that uh, skate shop in Roanoke, and we made like hoodies for that. Just like last minute, just like we made hoodies and then we made t-shirts. But I don't think they were the logo that we used for the demo. I think it was just like a generic kind of logo. Yeah. Not, was- not generic, but it was just like our, our singer, Kenny, he's a graphic designer. No, so the logo he, is
1: generic fucking logo. OK, well, yeah, so,
2: <laughs> but he's a graphic designer. So he just kind of like whipped up something because we were like, we need merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made yeah a logo for some hoodies and then some uh, t-shirts. Yeah, the hoodie, the hoodie logo
1: is the demo logo.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, we're trying to make some shirts like some stuff coming up with the demo artwork on it. Um and then hopefully those jerseys, will no, those be jerseys not happening. Hopefully I mean, yeah, the jerseys. Probably, probably
1: just
0: okay. Or Brent, you gotta go off the grid and just uh, make your own jerseys. You
1: no, know, he's got a bootleg his own <laughs> <fan shit. laughs> may, I'll make a one of one dude. I'll just make one for me. Yeah.
0: I'll and then sure. I, I guarantee you, you make that one of one people are gonna start bugging you. Like, hey, w- where are these jerseys? Where can I get one?
1: Yeah see then you join up you fucking build up. The, you, you build up the, you build the, the economy, bro. You
2: build the economy of that. Dude. You just build up the iPhone because then you like no one else has it, but the it's person. Supply and
1: demand. Like, economics one
0: oh and one. That <laughs> Sorry,
2: is Jamie. no, hey, yeah, it, no, it, I it's true. you, one, I you. Um, <laughs> it
0: That this is awesome. I love having you guys on the podcast. But okay, uh, so. Uh, merch is happening but i want to hear about this show that you guys already played what was the idea about doing that before the demo came out and how was that where uh obviously was was anybody tapped in at at that point or were kids just here to see this new band when you guys played
1: um i think some of our we had that so we did two demos in total and we had that second one like done and we had already kind of shown it to our friends because mm-hmm. we were like yo check this shit out so some people like i'd like heard the music before but not everyone but the show idea was just like yo uh um our friend jack was booking a show in roanoke for like domain and this band called accelerate and i think another band they were with i'm not sure but yeah i forgot yeah you just threw it together and was like, yo, do y'all want to play? And we were like, you know, sure, we'll just play a show. Because none of us had really played at a minute or in a minute at that time. So it was like, yo, we'll just, you know, play the show. We got these new songs before we just go play them. So we did it. Reaction was cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, that's what it was. Yeah, I think the
2: show was already, like, a uh, like a thought out, like, planned thing. And then I think they needed an opener. The thing with Run Oak is that there's pretty much, like, like, as far as just straight up hardcore bands, there's like a couple bands. So they end up just like opening every single show. And I think that they don't want to do that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or I just kind of old for them just to like open every single show. And like people going, it's like you've seen that band open like 30 times. Um, and like my brother Jack, who books shows there, um, he knew we were doing a band and he was like, you should just play it. We yeah, have the songs ready because the songs was pretty much done. We just hadn't recorded them yet. Um, but like all our friends, like it was pretty much like a thing where it's like the average person at that show probably didn't know who we were, like we were, or like the music. But we had like a core group of like ten people that were like close to us that had heard the songs, and we're just gonna mosh. So like it looks like a normal set probably, but it was mainly just because like our friends were just rolling out. Um, so that was the type of thing. And then we, yeah, I don't know, we just played it. It was fun.
0: When I used to book shows, uh, that was one thing that I kind of struggled with was uh, finding bands uh, who wanted to open Uh, because I I felt like out here uh, there was like a set group of bands that were always the openers. And I, I was always waiting for new bands to pop up so I could be like, all right, new band. I want you to open the show, and the bands that have been opening, you know, kind of give them different slots on the bill. But for the time period that I was doing stuff out of here, like there was just not really any new bands popping up that wanted to to open, and that was always such a, a struggle because I, I I felt bad because I saw the potential in these openers, but I uh, you know uh, i would have these lineups where you know it was like touring bands or um, way more established bands than the openers. so it's like I, I can't put you. Uh, too high up on the bill because uh you know it, it just wouldn't be right so that, that that was one thing that i always struggled with so i i think it's cool that uh, you guys were able to pop up and open that show to give the other openers a break from opening shows
2: yeah it's, it's kind of weird because like we're not like we're kind of i mean we're not like a local band for there i guess mm-hmm. um because like i said or like like billy said we're all from like we're all from there except for Nick. We all like currently live in different places, so it's like a three-hour drive for me and Bailey, mm-hmm. and it's like a two-hour drive for uh, Kenny and Nick. And then Tyler was there, so it's it's like a local, but um, it's kind of like we're kind of like in this weird spot where it's like that's what we call it like Virginia hardcore, cause we're not like really claiming any scene, because mm-hmm. um, we're all from different places or like we all live in different places, so it's not like it, that's like exactly what it is like a Virginia hardcore band. But the thing is with that, like I guess we can be considered a local at any scene really, except for like the beach. But um but yeah, I mean like, as far as like me and Bailey are concerned, I guess it we're essentially like a local band for there. Or that's kind of like how we're there. we are just sick because we're from there.
1: So. Mm-hmm.
0: for sure. And but Bailey are, are you're living in uh Richmond proper or where you're at?
1: Yes. I live in a neighborhood called Oregon Hill.
0: Okay not familiar I, I still haven't been out there You know, like all these years of having people on from your area I, I still that, that's like one scene that I've not gone out to which I, I I need to at some point yo come out come
1: check it out
2: yeah, I'll, I'll pay for your points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I I I I, uh, I, I feel weird taking uh, stuff like that from people so I um I, I will go out but I will pay for my own plane ticket
2: yeah I was capping
1: oh pretty got no damn money yeah <laughs> Uh, okay doing
0: okay. Pause. okay. i w- w- want to pause on on the band talk real quick uh earlier before we started actually recording you mentioned that uh dewey uh, a local legend is in the other room uh how did that happen because uh, i think the last time you were on you were living somewhere else
2: what was the question i'm sorry uh,
0: how did you end up there with dewey because last time you were on the podcast i'm pretty sure you were living somewhere else
2: yeah i was living in an apartment kind of in the city. Um, But uh, my lease was ending and my roommate that I was with then was moving back to Roanoke. Mm -hmm. Me and her had moved to Richmond um, from Roanoke together, um, like a high school friend. Um, And she moved back, um, so I needed a place. And Jamie had just moved out of Dewey's house. Um, And he hit me up and was like, Dewey's looking for somebody to live in my room. Um, And it worked out. I mean, because I think I moved... I moved right over that tour. Like I, my lease, or like I was supposed to be out of my old apartment, like the day after um, I got back from that tour. Mm -hmm. So I had to like, essentially like fully move in almost to Dewey's house, before we left and then we got back from like that, like 50 hour drive, whatever it was across from like Denver to San I had to then like sleep a couple hours and then go to my apartment and have everything out by like 12 o'clock that
1: day. Um,
2: but yeah it, I mean it just worked out and uh, it's chill I mean it's like a, a bigger house nice house but it's in like Henrico in which is like a suburb of Richmond but it still takes I mean it only takes like 20 no like not even that like 10 minutes yeah. to get uh, <laughs> to get like you know to any show like downtown so
0: mm-hmm. okay and uh, now that we're on the topic of you being there with Dewey and you just mentioned the tour can you speak about the band uh, is, is it still going because I know Jamie's uh uh a- am I traveling. I haven't seen much from Charlotte. Uh yeah, you know, and you're in this new band and I I see Dewey still doing the podcast. Um so I I'm I'm just curious if you can speak about it.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I mean Jamie's out doing his thing, uh Charlotte died, and then uh Dewey's doing his video game stuff. We're just like uh check out the Flock a couple of Pokemon's up podcast right now. Block. dot com. <laughs> the actual address, but it's the block. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we did that tour and then we had, like, a record coming out on New Age. Mm -hmm. Um, Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, And then Jamie, like, I think he had maybe already talked about moving before the tour, but he was like, oh, probably not. But then he got back and he was like, yeah, I'm moving to, like, Boise D. And we were like, oh, sick. And then he left. Um, And we tried playing one show. Um, like in the fall, like a fill-in, but it just like didn't work out. Um, but as far as I know, the record's still coming out. I mean, we're pretty much done. Like, I don't think we're going to play another show ever, but I think because we have the test pressings from New Age, so it might still be coming out. I mean, don't like hold me to that, but mm-hmm. it, I, I have no idea. But I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that we're probably done. Uh, okay. For no other way.
0: Damn.
1: Okay. Yeah, the engine Six is yeah,
0: not. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> but uh, curious, I, I had asked. Uh, still straight edge.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, It's been, it's been for me. It's been. Uh, it's been
0: why is Bailey laughing? Years. I feel like you're lying to me now.
1: Yeah, no, because Bailey sold out like after <laughs> two months, so that's why. But, <laughs> Yo, I uh, <laughs> was for me. Yeah, no. Yeah, but um.
2: <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry g <right. laughs>
0: N- d- this yeah, is breaking no, news that
2: <laughs> um yeah i think it's been like for me like six years this month because i was uh, i'm 24 now um i plan I mean, when i was like 18 so like summer after high school okay or, like during high school maybe even like yeah like six years ago so well
0: i'm glad to hear you're still straight edge because it, it does bum me out a little when i uh find out that people that i like uh, you know, end up breaking, selling out, whatever you, you want to call it. Uh, it does get me down, like it, like it used to. But still, like when I hear about certain people, especially people yeah. that I uh, like used to look up to, I like, like, damn, that sucks. But uh, we got to keep it moving, right? Because w- when I claimed straight edge, I didn't know anybody. I was just listening to Throwdown in my bedroom, uh, wishing to yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to, right. to to be cool hey, like man. Throwdown. But Jimmy
1: um... Davis. <laughs> shout out Jamie <Jimmy> Davis, <laughs> yo yo. <laughs> Yo, know, we were we were on that tour, you know we were that you know
2: so on that tour uh we were driving like i think we had just played Salt Lake City <laughs> we had just played Salt Lake City, and like after the show, i mean, it was like twelve at midnight, so like we were driving to i think Boise, okay um and it was like three a m um like we're in the van, like everyone's asleep, Bailey. He got in, in, injured at the uh, Salt Lake City show. I got a concussion, maybe. Uh, so he was like, he was like dead in the back, and then Charlotte was like having stomach problems, and so it was I. And uh, I like woke up, and it was like 3 a.m. Maybe just pitch black. Like it's the middle of fucking Idaho, so it's like there's nothing. There's absolutely fucking nothing. And like I wake up, and there's just like a fucking like throwdown, just like heavy ass breakdown playing loudest fuck. I fucking look in like the mirror. And Jamie's eyes are like perfect circles and he has his hat off. And he looked like coked out or some shit and he was just going like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it was fucking thrown out. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he was like on crack or some shit, like on like fucking like gas station boner bills, dude. Or something, I don't know, but he was he was going in on that shit.
0: He was just trying to stay awake to keep you guys all alive. That that's why Yo,
2: yo,
1: thrown off the yeah, I yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I I I would not want to do those overnight drives because I would doze off and we'd all be dead.
1: Well yeah, Bailey drove most of the time. Yeah, so. it was terrible. It was horrible. The the night drive, awful.
0: And how did you end up on that tour, Bailey?
1: Uh I just like
2: I I asked him. I hit him up. Or yeah. well me and Jamie because he was an outsider with Jamie um so that friendship blossoms and uh i'm going Bailey forever so we just needed like a merch person slash like driver slash uh tm whatever Mm-hmm. Um, TM. yeah <laughs> manager. And then, uh, very professional yeah, so we uh we just hit up bailey because like we knew he'd be down and i mean it was sick i mean he was the only like not straight edge or vegan person but he still had fun i think for sure so
0: shout out outsider that that cover art for the last record was awesome I'm sorry, the, what? the cover art for the last record was awesome oh
1: you, yes joe kinkade was kind of had his parts such an such a artistic man
0: yeah and uh, like that record came out and there was another band a, a bigger band i don't know if they went to the same artist but they had such a similar uh art uh or, or similar album cover and i was like what is this this is a outsider ripoff this is we didn't to get to the bottom of this
2: I remember. I have no idea. I,
0: I look it up because it, it was a huge band. Because I, I remember just seeing it on social media, and I was like, "I know what that is. That, that's an Outsider." But
1: I've seen this before.
0: Right? Yeah, and you know it—it it happens. You go to the same artist. Maybe uh, they were just working off an idea or parallel thinking. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm not saying they stole it, but it just looked eerily similar. Yeah.
1: No.
0: Uh, but Outsider, did you guys ever actually really call it quits? What was there like an official announcement? I'm trying to think.
1: For like not being a band anymore? Yeah. No, not really. We just like, we played a, uh, a benefit show in May of the, whenever, right before they went on their it tour. It was last year. Yeah, last year, right before they went on their tour, we played a benefit show. And that was like, we were all just kind of like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. And We just stopped.
2: Yeah, they played a disturbing the feast last year and they did that.
1: Oh, yeah, we did do that. That's right. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, I don't like really to say this on, on air, but there was a time where I made a pitch for a, a West Coast tour, and I specifically asked for Outsider. And uh, the, the ball was kind of moving, uh, but then there was just some crazy roadblocks. I'll, I'll definitely tell you guys about it off air. But I was a fan, maybe because I was such a, 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 a fan of Jamie, uh, but I also liked the music.
1: So fuck yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any like handed any of that. I just played bass.
0: But those guys killed it. Okay. And wh- wh- are any of them still doing bands uh today besides you?
1: Um Mac is in Killing Pace. Jamie is doing whatever we talked about. <laughs> Jamie's the best, yeah. And then um Josh I think still plays in his band Blood Ritual and then fills in for like other bands. He's no, he, still- he's, he's, he's in, in like Blazing Tomb. he's in here. Um, okay. Blazing Tomb. Um Blazing Tomb, Really sick band, Blood Ritual. Check out Blood Ritual. Okay, um, Blood Ritual. And then he's filling uh, in for uh, a Enforce yeah. too, I think.
0: So they have such Force. a cool logo.
2: Yeah, I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. What What about who's in that band? Uh, Richmond Vampire.
2: That's right. Uh, I'm not in that band. Yeah. No. Uh, it's it's dude <laughs> Mondo. Um, and then. Who else in that band? Imogen and then Lee's sibling. The singer of D.O.M. Sibling in that band too. Okay. Um Yeah, Zephyr. Yeah, Zephyr. Yeah. Um. Just like some like local like hardcore funk people. I actually just saw them last night. It was like under a bridge.
0: That's awesome. Like, yeah, because they just put their demo on Spotify like not too long ago, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Because like I would see the name on flyers, and like I've never heard the band, but that's such a cool name. But when I heard this stuff on Spotify, I was like, this is so sick.
2: Yo, Google and Vampire, it's, like it's like a local myth legend thing.
0: Okay, yeah, because I, I was curious about the sound bites that they use in the demo. So, okay, I'll, I'll have to do my research and check it out. Yeah. And how was that show last night? Uh, under a bridge? I've been to those types of things. They're cool. But just not really my thing, if I'm going to be honest.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they happen a lot in California more than they do here, given um, like the climate and shit and like how it's laid out out there. But uh, it was cool. I mean, uh, it was this band, Soul from Roanoke, which has our drummer in it. Okay. Um, and the Richard Vampire Headlines. And there are a couple other like local punk band. It was like a punk, was, like, a punk gig, mm-hmm. um, like mostly punk. Um, There's like a like hundred people there. Really uh, Fished. Yeah, I think it was fishing the before the show. Is yeah. Nice. It's cool, yeah. I mean, I I, I like shows mm-hmm. like that cause it's like a uniquely like hardcore thing, um, you know. Because fucking like, I don't like Metallica is not gonna play under a bridge. Maybe they do, they will, but like yeah, you know, it's like a it's like a H D thing, okay, and it's- also punk thing.
1: Too.
0: And is there, like, a, a lot of crossover with those, like, the, the, the punk hardcore and in the, in the hardcore scenes? I know sometimes in some cities and some scenes, there's, like, a real division where, like, the punks don't want anything to do with hardcore. They want to keep it
1: completely separate. Uh, yeah, I feel like that does kind of happen here. Like, there is, like, crossover.
2: Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, because, like, I think people, like, especially, like, like you know, like, when you're first getting into it, like, people hear, like, they, like, the, like the new, like, teens or whatever mm-hmm. i think like they're super about like just like a genre list kind of stuff i guess because there's like a lot of like metal and hardcore and punk people that just like will consume anything okay of like any three of those genres and like kind of like look at it as the same thing um i feel like a lot of people here um even like kind of like the older generations too are kind of like moving into that mindset of just like it's all kind of one thing mm-hmm um, but maybe there is some like, kind of like beef or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, or like some type of like, like the there. I, I have no idea, but it seems like it's more kind of like the, we're all just down to like see heavy music and mosh.
0: Okay. And I, I'm curious from your guys' perspective, uh, being a part of uh, the Richmond scene, uh, with, united blood being absent uh you know th- them calling it quits which is still a, a bummer to me to the stakes that i was never able to attend uh have you guys uh, felt a void there w- without having such a big fest presence and having so many people travel in for uh, something like that has anybody ever stepped up and wanted to start something new and do something like united blood and bring that uh, you know big scene yeah, I mean, together we
1: we didn't really live here when yeah. That was, like, a regular thing. Okay. So, I mean, if the climate was different then, I'm sure.
2: if we wouldn't really know. I mean, like, we came to shows here during that time period, but yeah. we didn't, like, we weren't, like, I mean. I think, like, in, in, for me, I think, like, I definitely had, like, an idea of, like, what the senior was like before I lived here. Because I would only, like, go to those things. So, like, if you're only going from, like, to, like if you, like, live three hours away and you're only going to, like, bigger shows in this city, you're going to think, like, everything's like that. Mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if it was actually like that consistently um right I, I mean i i know there was the uh fest last year um he was there i couldn't go because it was right before the tour and uh mm-hmm. also i was moving um went to the pre-show um but that scene like it did well and it was cool
1: um, yeah it was sick i had a good time
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's been like, it's hard to say because, like I said, or like you said, I know we didn't, we didn't live here during that time period. So I don't know if there's been like a change. I'm sure there maybe has, but, um, it, it was like a massive fest in like some of the years. Like there's like a flyer back there. it's like just insane. But I went out, it's like fucking insane. Um, but I think, I mean, there was that fest in North Carolina. Um, what was it called? This year,
1: Overcome,
2: Overcome Fest. Um, so I mean, there's fests like around this area. Yeah. I mean, like New York's only like, just like six hours away and like Billy is like five six hours away so it's not like you can still like kind of hit bigger fasts and like make it the drive in like you know a reasonable amount of time
1: yeah
0: yeah so. five six hours it's not my like favorite thing but it is doable because something like that like obviously for me to get to any of those cities i have to hop on an airplane to make it uh, doable because i would not want to do that drive from where i live
2: cool. Yeah, I mean, with the North Carolina one, like, I mean, like, Richmond's only, like, I think it's in Greensboro, or it was in Greensboro, so I think that's only, like, a two-hour drive, mm-hmm. if that. So, it's not, you know, I, I, hopefully they'll do it again, but it's not, I mean, I think there's, like, enough vests now to kind of, like, especially, like, in this kind of, like, mid-Atlantic, like, East Coast area to kind of, like, supplement the loss of that fest. Um, but, uh, Yeah yeah th- th- that
0: is true there's there's so many fests uh, these days, which is cool. I- I've never had an issue with the manifest just because it gives uh, a lot of bands uh, great opportunities to be able to uh, travel to different markets and uh, be put on a nice showcase and probably play in front of a bunch of people that probably wouldn't ever able to uh, get out to uh, that band's like local scene. So I think that that's one thing that, that I love when I travel uh, to the East Coast and go to a fest. Like the, the I was in Philly for Hardcore Pride weekend back in March, and to be able to see bands like Scarab uh, play their uh, their second show ever, uh, I I think that was a treat for me because uh, not a lot of uh, you know bands want to tour out west. Obviously they, they want to play, but it's just uh you know the the trouble of getting out and getting a tour booked or just doing something regional. I, I know it's not. Um, that easy for everybody so for me to be able to travel to something like that and to see a bunch of bands that i wouldn't normally get to see on the west coast i i I think that's really awesome so that's why um i i know sometimes uh people can uh, you know talk crap about there being so many fests but i I feel like there's probably more upsides to all these fests um, around the country than you know there are downsides if i'm being honest
2: yeah uh, i mean i'm not like a huge fest person but i did go to fya um the one this year and that was the that was awesome. Um but I besides that, I hadn't gone to a fest in like a while. I mean yeah. part of that's due to COVID, but like also I mean, yeah, I mean but I mean it's good because I mean it does like you know attract a lot of people and um can kind of you know a certain type of band kind of like survives off doing fests. Um like kind of bigger bands in hardcore, I guess. So it's definitely has its place, but you know, I think there might be too many now, I don't know. I feel like it kind of feels like there's a lot being announced, and it's kind of like okay, but I mean, I guess it's a good thing. I mean, it builds the scene and brings people in. Hopefully, they'll stay. Yeah, because um, for me,
0: I I look at it like from from my stance, I can't realistically go to every Hardcore fest, um, and, and and I'm being honest, I wouldn't want to because I'm just uh, I, I just don't like being around so many people, and also fest, yeah. n- not even just Hardcore Fests, but fests in general are just exhausting, long days lot of people so i like to spread it out so um like i was just at harker pride back in march and i don't think i'm gonna travel for a hardcore fest until i think october i think there's something going on but um, i don't know any details i just know that i have the time off and i will be there
1: nice sick sick
0: Okay. But getting back to dimension six, uh, you guys have that show in Roanoke. Uh, th- that's next month, correct? In July. Uh, I- I'm cu- curious, uh, you guys have plans, uh, going forward that you can talk about in terms of shows or, uh, traveling outside of Virginia.
2: Yeah, we're, uh, playing a show with uh downfall here, um, at this, uh, venue called Banditos. Um, and that's next month, the 22nd, right? Yes. Yeah, he's booking it with our printerists. Uh, yeah, it's Down Call, Never Again, Cut Down, uh, Richmond Vampire, and then us opening. Um, so we have that. And then we can talk about the No. Okay. Um,
1: oh, North Carolina. We have Chattanooga in North Carolina. Yeah, we're um, playing the. In August with Combust. Yeah, and Reckless. We're, we're jump on to. Uh, shows that they're playing down there on their tour and then is there another one
2: yeah we we have like one pretty much um like locked in next month and then we have oh dc as well we're
1: playing like dc right after the um show in richmond on july 23rd it's just not like announced yet
2: and then Mm -hmm. uh we're talking about doing like a five-day tour type thing maybe in like september
0: okay Awesome. That's, that's cool that you guys are already, uh, you know, getting busy, right? Cause the the demo's only been out for two weeks. Uh, so for you guys to uh, want to hit the ground running, I, I think it's really awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean we can only do like so much. Cause I mean, it's the thing where it's like, um, like two of the dudes in our band, uh, they have kind of like careers, they're married. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I think we're all still trying to do like, as much as possible but i feel like we're gonna have like that kind of like formula of like just doing kind of like weekends um and local shit and then occasionally doing like a a week or two and then like if a fest is offered do that um but we're definitely trying to do as much as we're capable of doing but we don't want to like push it super far you know we're not trying to like lose our jobs for the spin but like (laughs) we're definitely like you know we love playing shows
1: Shit, i lose my job when i'm sick yeah (laughs) Maybe maybe it be <laughs> No, no I, I, I just started getting a trade. I don't want to fuck that up.
0: Oh man, I I remember being uh, just young and reckless and just not caring about if I'm gonna have a job to go back to.
1: Um, oh dude, eighteen, I burned so many fucking jobs. I burned so many jobs, like eighteen to like twenty. It was just like when outsider was a thing. Our first band was a thing. We were touring and playing shows, and I would just tell people like, "Hey, you know." I mean, I'm going to need off work to do this stuff. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. And then it time to do it. And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, all right, see you later. And then I'd be back again next week in a different job. Yo, yeah, I've, I've
2: definitely quit jobs to go to shows that I'm not playing. And I've yeah. definitely asked off and gotten written up for doing shit for, a bit for hardcore. it's all about I'll probably keep doing it until I'm like 48. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <Not really. laughs> but, but no, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to do as much as we can do. And, you know, we're just trying to kind of like, like i said we don't have any like like expectation or kind of we have like goals but we don't have like we're not trying to you know, be like a touring machine but also you know i feel like most bands are like nowadays are doing like that kind of like the weekend shit like i don't i don't feel like a lot of bands tour anymore it's like there's like the internet and shit mm-hmm. um, some bands definitely do tour like you kind of like you know full-time like like bands but uh I feel like the vast majority of bands just kind of do like shorter runs now because it makes kind of more sense, I guess.
0: Yeah. And tours is exhausting. Like uh, you were, you guys both were on, on that, uh, full us and uh, it's like mentally, uh, is that something you guys like, you know, if given the chance, is that something you'd want to do again? Or are you guys okay with so, just, you
2: know, I mean, yeah, I'd do it, but you mm-hmm. also, I mean, it's like, no, and that was a smaller tour of like two weeks, but, um, at least, like for me, like I feel like doing like a full time hardcore band, you have gotta like really have like a specific sound, like you know, kind of like a specific system. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, if you're like living at your parents' house, it's like really easy to do stuff like that. But if you're like kind of trying to hold on a job and like you have this kind of other shit to do, it's kind of it's like you're you're gonna lose a lot of money, and it's like a lot of like time and energy. Um, Especially like in hardcore, you know, because like it's sick, but like you're not making money, and like obviously like the goal of us is not to make money. But uh, I, I feel like we're just kind of trying to kind of balance it out with everything else that we have going on. But you know, if the offer is like good, then we'll do it probably.
0: For sure. Well, I I like that approach, right? Because you're not putting. Too much pressure on yourselves, and you're not putting a lot of expectations out there. You know, for the fans, you guys are just kind of doing things at at your own pace, which so far has worked for you guys. So I, I I think that's a a smart move. Shout
2: out the fans! Shout out the
0: fans! It's always so weird having to because I I don't know what else to call them because you know people like I'm a fan of of Dimension Six, like I'm not a. You know, uh, I, I I don't feel weird. Sometimes people think that they're too cool to admit that they're a fan of something. I don't care. I listened to your demo uh, a bunch of times. I put you guys on my monthly playlist. Uh, so shout right. out, yeah. sh- shout out to the Hardcore Caviar playlist. There's a lot of good bands on there. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of sure. what you guys are doing. So I I think it's really awesome that you know you guys have that approach and uh, just kind of going where the wind takes you
2: yeah living life chilling playing hardcore
0: and okay so two years uh you know kind of this writing process for the demo uh at, at what point uh do you guys all get back into the creative spirit to start on the next project i, I know the demo's only been out for two weeks but i'm sure uh, with the love and appreci- uh, appreciation uh, me, appreciation that you guys have gotten so far um you're going to want to uh, keep that ball rolling and uh, hopefully keep that going and want to put out something new soon or maybe later?
1: Yeah. I, I have, like, four songs done. I think we're going to get another one going. That one's in the works right now. And then it'll just be the same process again, minus the two years. Okay.
0: yeah, That's good. Because I, I think, obviously, for, uh, like, more uh like established artists like uh, I, I always uh, cite taylor swift not because i'm wearing a, a taylor swift shirt right now but before covid
1: oh she
2: would love our singer kenny oh, he loves, he loves taylor
0: really get him on the podcast right now no i'm just kidding but i i would love <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i'm
0: I'm a huge fan of taylor swift i'm looking forward to she, she's coming here in august uh, she I, I have to buy resale tickets uh which is really annoying but it's going down but she would b- like i said before COVID, she was she was on this uh two-year cycle where she would uh you know put out an album that she would tour but that would that, that stretch would last for about two years and then all right uh that album cycle is done here we are with the next one uh so i i, I think that, that that's cool but in in terms yeah, of Swift cycle. hey it's smart look at her success she she is amazing um but
1: I love Taylor Swift. Actually, I don't I don't really I don't think I could name a Taylor Swift song, but I know I've heard them.
0: Okay. That that's fine. I, I one
2: there's one about like bleachers. You <laughs> That's <Is> That <laughs> is that Taylor Swift. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh no. That's, right, I think yeah. I think
1: yeah,
0: yeah I'm pretty sure you're referencing Hey Steven. Um yeah. yeah, yeah. People, I, I will not gatekeep Taylor Swift. Anybody who wants to know anything, I'm more than willing to share. I got people on the inside, which this is—I've never said this uh publicly—but I, I got people on the inside giving me all the breaking news stuff that I shouldn't even know. Stuff that they could get in a lot of trouble for. I'm—I'm I'm knowing about stuff. Are you,
2: in the, are you about in the, uh, Taylor Swift?
0: Yes. We're we're, we're we're deep in there, bro. I'm Yo, telling you, uh, back here, I, I think it might be. Hold on, I'm gonna this shirt right here. This is an unreleased Taylor Swift T-shirt. Sh- should I show you guys? Hold yeah, on. you should. All right, hold you on. should. I, I'm pretty sure it's okay. For, for, this is a treat for people watching the podcast. Let me pull this out. You me one second. this. Is this is
1: sick. awesome. Right, cool.
0: about, right, Unreleased. This has never hit the market. This is... I shouldn't even have this. I could get in a lot of trouble for having this. So...
1: Yo, you're, you're fucked, bro. You're gonna, gonna call the CIA <laughs> you're, you're gonna raid your house. Are
2: you on the uh, Taylor Swift subreddit?
0: No. I uh, Reddit is okay, but I'm um, not in any really uh, subreddits. <laughs>
2: Yo, the hardcore one sucks i it. it's, it's like the it's like the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Okay, I I have looked cuz I am curious. I'm like what kind of hardcore people are on Reddit? So I go and it's like New Jack City in there.
1: It's just like dumb. <laughs> it's it's, just, it's <laughs> just dumb internet
2: hardcore kids trying to cancel people or trying to like yeah, it's fucking You know, fun. I've
1: honestly never really used Reddit except for like if I have like a um like a technical question about like uh, like a video game thing, something I'm doing, like a video game or like fishing, I'll use Reddit for that. But right. I don't know how to navigate it. And it'll always like, I'll click on a thread and it'll be like 18 plus mature. And it's like, yo, know, I'm looking at a video game thing. Why do I have to do this? And then it makes me download a stupid app.
2: There's some there's some dark corners in Reddit.
1: not stop using it.
2: There's some dark, dark bits. <laughs> I don't want to download an
1: app.
0: Yeah, the, it's it's not my favorite thing. I, I, I like um, just minding my own business. I, I don't care about yeah. canceling people.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's right. Minding your own. <laughs> Yo.
2: Yeah. Let's just, just, just like report the everyone really hardcore. Stuff like yeah, everyone just be chill. Be chill. <laughs> we're we're going to have
0: it. I, yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, it's strange. Like I, I love hardcore so much, but obviously there's like certain parts of hardcore that I just do not want to associate with and hardcore on Reddit. It's one of those things. I will stay. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> there's there's,
1: there's like some funny things that are posted on there. I mean, it's, you know, I like I, I like that mindset i have to say i kind of agree with that
0: yeah um, i just I, i've never logged on there because like i like i said i'll I'll look at it every now and then to see if they've leveled up to see if they understand like what's okay. g- currently going on but it just seems like they're talking about the weirdest stuff i'm like how do you not know about these things or uh, it's just it's, it's really strange and I get it. Not everybody's going to be a uh, hardcore expert, professor hardcore, whatever, but it just seems like these people are just oblivious and aren't even, like, putting in the effort to even want to learn or participate. It just seems like it's something that they're um, kind of, like, oh, yeah. like looking in like through, like, the internet and just so you know, curious. And, they, and they,
2: probably, they probably don't go to shows.
0: <sighs> Which is that, a lot of people.
2: people. probably go to, like, one fest a year, and they're mm. just on the fucking hardcore subreddit talking about fucking a ghost hoodie fucking like 10 hours
0: <laughs> yeah and then they're gonna come at you for uh you know saying like you know what if that one festival year is all they can afford then then what oh, it, i'm canceled yeah
1: yeah it, it, it's canceled. Yo, you could go to you could go to fucking how much was the fya ticket this year
0: it's like
2: like ten thousand dollars <laughs> The point of no, it, it was like a hundred dollars i think I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I, I think
0: that's a fair price. No,
1: that's, yeah, that's a great price. You could, you see all those. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. You just work at pick up an extra job for like two weeks and you go to F- oh, yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: Or sell some vintage merch.
1: Yo, yeah, sell some t shirts and then just go to FYA. It's like, why are you going to complain about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Or start a band, get good, get asked to play FYA. You don't even have to pay. You just got to show up.
2: Uh, that's fucking crazy. No, that's crazy. Yeah, that's Having crazy. a good band. Well
0: <laughs> You guys are, are, are on that path. So I, I think you guys are doing fine. You guys have a good demo. Uh, and, yeah, you know, there's no ceiling to what you guys can do. Sky,
1: the, what's with, with the thing? The sky's the limit.
2: The sky's he the forgot limit. what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what the sky was. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I, th- I, I think, yeah, I think we're. We're all just pretty motivated to keep, cause I think we're all like kind of driven people in different ways. And I think we're definitely motivated to like do yeah. like the best we can do. And at like, mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's just
1: can. like to play hardcore and like put our hearts into it. Yeah. It's, but like,
2: also, also not problem it too. The thing with like, I mean, yeah, cause it's like, yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to try to like, you know, do the best shit we can do, but it was also like a distinct effort on our part, to just make it like a this 100% like hardcore band and kind of keep it like a certain like sound and keep it like a certain, like, because I feel like a lot of um, the bands coming out, you know, in the past few years have kind of like blended in different genres, which is sick. It's awesome. There's some great bands that are doing it that I listen to, but I feel like um, there's not enough, like, just kind of like straight up hardcore bands. I feel like Um, and that's kind of like the, the, uh, the goal of the Spanish to be like a hardcore band, and not, not like to like, you know, like limit ourselves with that, but just kind of stay somewhat like simple with it. Um, and just kind of straightforward and like meat and potatoes.
0: So what you're saying is you want to keep big business out of hardcore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So politicians are trying to take it away from us. Um,
1: no big business.
0: but I am curious what, when it comes to the local scene, how is the local scene reacting to the dimension six demo?
1: Um, Pretty good I, I guess. Friends, I,
2: yeah. I mean, it's cool. Um, uh, yeah, our, our core friends kind of pushed it. Um, which, you know, is sick. It's printed for, it. uh, I think they put it on like the Richmond hardcore page, which is sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, on the, there's like a playlist, I think, on Spotify of, like, Richmond bands, and they put us on that, which is, which is really, you know, I mean, yeah, it's very, very nice gesture. Um, appreciate it. Um, it's just kind of weird for, for me, at least, cause, like, right, I feel like I'm, mean, I'm out from here. So I feel like it's, I have certain feelings about it. I feel like I'm always gonna be like, you know, a Roanoke person. Being from brother with for like 10 years, I'm still gonna be like, that's uh, like, you know, I, I don't expect that, um, kind of, you know, reaction, I guess. You now,
0: now, what about the person at, at the barbershop that was talking about your name? Have they heard, listened oh, to it?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm getting my haircut in like two days. He's gonna, he's gonna tell me. He's probably not gonna like. <laughs> I, gonna, I'm sure he'll like. I am like i do not know. He probably hasn't listened to it, but if he has, shout out. Okay.
0: Or what you do? Bring the demo with you. Have them play sure. it while you get your haircut. We
2: we don't have we have a demo, but it's not the demo that you're. That you know and love, it's the uh it's the band camp demo. Or it's know, no, it's the it's the garage band demo. It's like it's the one he was talking about that uh mm-hmm. we it was like it's not a garage band demo. It's like a he recorded like bass guitar, yeah, bass and guitar, and then um our drummer did drums, obviously, and then they kind of recorded it in our practice spot. Um so it's kind of like a demo demo.
1: Yo, the demo the ones you on CDs. Yeah, we have like CDs, yeah.
2: like we we don't have any physical um, copies of the actual gym mm-hmm. right now. I don't know. Like, we're gonna make them, the Bailey, Bailey's boss. But Bailey's um, the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Corporation. Yeah, I'm sure we will make some physical copies. Hopefully, but um, right now, yeah, we you
1: don't. know, get your your dreams your crushed. No hopes.
2: Yeah, I can't. I can't, Red I can't show my barber that. Red tape. Yeah, I can't show my barber the physical copies.
0: All right, bring your AirPods and be like, All right, while you cut my yo, hair, my,
1: yo, put my AirPods in while you cut my hair and listen to part hardcore video. Yo, that's some shit Brett would do. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yo, can you just listen to it? No, I'd bring, bring like a splitter and I'd have like wired headphones we can just so plug
1: he can still fucking listen to it too. <laughs> yeah. And if he doesn't like it, you can just clip the cord. <laughs> oh my god. That's why no,
2: they they have, they have uh uh they they just push out their phones in there it's it's high point barber shop shout out uh, Richmond high point
0: high Barbershop. point I heard a lot of great things um, yeah yeah I you can't see my hair but my, my hair is up uh, it's tied up my hair looks like trash my the my hairstylist I, I think that's fair to call him that um he's on tour uh, and we just had like issues with uh double booking and uh you know me being out of town and him being on tour so i haven't had my hair done i'm, I'm getting my hair done um you know the time of this recording i'm getting my hair done next week and i am so excited cuz my hair is annoying it's too long it's like three different colors and it shouldn't be like that
2: Yeah shut up Yeah shut up colors
0: yeah <laughs> shout out uh shout out jake he, he he plays in some awesome bands called uh ridgeway and pop free from out here they're ridgeway is well established they're the band that's on tour but he's in this newer band called pop free and they're super sick I it's hard for me to describe them but uh you just gotta listen to their, their music they have new music which they should put out i, I think they filmed like two music videos recently and they're yeah. so sick,
1: sick.
0: okay hmm. and um So you, you have all that stuff coming up. Uh, any, uh, you know, big aspirations. Uh, you know, uh when it comes to you know wanting to do more promotion for the band, any uh, music videos
1: or any. Yeah, we're definitely doing a music video. Yeah, we're we're definitely
2: no. We just want to play hardcore. Yeah, just some play shows and make fun of each other mm-hmm. like, on the way to the show.
1: Yeah, it's like literally all we want to do.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean. I mean, like I said, hopefully we might be able to get like a physical copy of like some tapes made at what? some point. Yeah, yeah, um, and we're doing some more merch, like I said, we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, but
0: send me a link so I can buy some merch. I would like to wear it, promote it. I'll, I'll put it right there. Get me a T-shirt. I'll, and I'm not asking right. for free stuff because I, I'll
1: pay I, the jersey. Yeah, well, yo, 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 you're <laughs> not getting <laughs> no damn jersey on this fucking screen, I right? but I
0: will buy I will merch. Yeah, what did you, you say? Yeah, what did
1: you, you say? I said, I'll buy merch. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah give us your money. We'll just, yeah, cash out me $100 right now, and I'll just do whatever you want. No, yeah, we'll send
0: it to you. Okay. Yeah, and I'm telling you, when it gets here, it'll, it'll be right here because this this is prime real estate. Dude, you gotta send it to him
1: right
2: now. Yeah, let's make a tote back, dude. I see the choice to make a tote back. Uh, yeah, yeah see,
0: so, this is my. Uh, uh, sponsor representation. This is a good fortune printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, sick, sick. Yeah, I've just followed them on the recently because I saw some of their stuff. I was like, yo, just
0: I, yeah, my, my, my buddy Nate Presciutti, uh he sings for a choice to make, plays guitar in uh, Strength for a Reason, uh-huh. plays in The Fire, which the, I don't even know if they're a band anymore. Um, and I think he's working on new stuff because he's been teasing like all these like practice spot photos. I haven't asked him about it. Um, I should have asked him. I talked to him recently, but. Uh, huge fan. I love going to Pennsylvania. I'm a huge fan of the Wilkes-Barre hardcore scene. Uh, Shout out Warren. They just put out a split with C4 on Tribune Records. Uh, My favorite band from the area, Wild Red. Uh, They're amazing. Shout out Jonah, TK, everybody else in the band. Pat. Um, uh, Who else can I shout out from out there? Um, There's a newer band, which they just put out a demo. Well, not just. It's been out. They haven't really done anything uh, to my knowledge, um, but great scene, a lot of cool stuff going out there, and I I, I love traveling out there. I I, I love going to Wilkes Barre, love going to Philly, just love going to Pennsylvania in general. Huge fan.
2: Yeah, Warren's playing here uh, over the summer, I think. Okay,
1: June fourteenth. What day is it? I have like no yeah,
2: playing
0: here in ten days. To be awesome. Yeah, yeah, great band. In a house. In a house. Those those shows. I, I love going to house shows, but I truly cannot believe that people would want to host anything like that. Because I, I would not want anybody in my house that I don't know. No, <laughs> I, I don't no. want a hardcore show in my house.
2: Dewey is having a show here next on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: Sorry, Wednesday? Who's playing? Uh, that? He
2: said who's playing. He said who's playing. Oh, yeah. oh who's playing, yeah. Um Moral Law, which is the band that we which is the band that uh, we went on tour with last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh this band Premier Torments. Uh the band that they're on tour with, uh the Moral Law is the tour with I forgot their name. Uh I, I don't know who else. I can pull up the flyer actually. I don't wanna like misquote this. Okay. And uh, is this
0: like inside the house or are they gonna be relegated to the in, backyard? It's
2: in the garage. It's in the right. garage.
1: It's actually in Dewey's podcast uh, room. Yeah, it's That's, in Dewey's
2: podcast.
1: He's going to stream it. He's
2: gonna, yeah, he's going to stream it. Um, yeah, on the Firewall. Yeah, so crazy. it's a uh, Moral Law, Memento, Wasted Space, and then Torment Torment uh, at the Nets, which is Dewey's Garage. 6pm, $10. Yep. That is... Cash only. That is Cash crazy. Only.
0: Cash only. No No Venmo. The, the worst is when people come up to me and ask me if they could Venmo me to get into a show. Yo, I
2: do do that because I'm a piece
1: of shit. Yeah, I do no that, carry I do that every time. You know what i'm talking about that's crazy
0: i i, I tell everybody no it's like cash only because none of this money is going to me it's going to all like to the bands i don't want it
2: yeah i bring nfts to the uh, the shows <laughs> i pay
0: <in> nfts <laughs> nfts all right yeah. dimension six cryptocurrency let dimension
1: me create six, currency? it Do no we, some, you know yeah. I got really into that stuff over the pandemic. I didn't get into cryptocurrency. I thought it was like the stupidest thing ever. Okay. I still think that. Okay. But I got into like uh, digital coins, digital assets, uh, stock, which they're not the same. People just think they're the same. Um, Mm -hmm. I honestly think if we did an NFT, it would be great. I think it would be fantastic. It would only cost like, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to get it, you know, into circulation. But hey, the, yeah. the payout is insane.
0: All right, just a white.
1: I'll be able to buy a bass boat.
0: Just white list me, so I can get in on it. What was that? So just white list me, so I can get in on it.
1: Oh yeah, dude, you, you, you're, you're gonna have the first. digital. Yeah, I'm gonna hit yeah. up Joe Biden and have him make <laughs> a dollar with fucking face uh, on it. Yeah, oh, my God. and then I'll we'll buy a bass boat. All you need right there. Yeah.
0: Now I'm trying to think, has there been any hardcore, like legit hardcore NFTs or anything? Yo,
1: the day the hardcore bands start making (laughs) fucking NFTs, I'm gonna fucking drop them out. I'm gonna
2: (laughs) gonna jump on the (laughs) fucking footage if that happens, dude. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be the red red hardcore crowd and they're gonna be be like, i to make NFTs and they're gonna post it.
1: Yo, I don't want to shit on a band, but I know which band fucking to do it.
2: Yo, just say it. (laughs) Say it, drop it on the (laughs) podcast. That's
0: that's wild. Um, okay, well, I'm hoping the show on Wednesday turns out okay. Uh, any chance to get Dewey in the room with you guys right now?
2: No, you just missed him. You just—I mean, I can text him right now. You—you you missed him three times. Um, yeah, he—he he, uh, walked by several times. Yeah.
1: Um, let's go ahead and text Dewey and see. I'm gonna text my mom and tell her that I made it to where I was going. Okay? She's
0: text Dewey. A sweet woman. Yeah. Do you, uh, <laughs> He never emailed me his vocals um, and he hasn't been on uh, for his podcast appearance. Jamie and him did a podcast uh, breaking news. Uh, they, they did a podcast episode that was unreleased because I never got their audio.
2: Uh, oh,
0: but I'm still a fan. I, I, I still love Dewey. I'm happy to see that he's still doing his thing.
2: Yeah, he's doing the flock.
0: Were you... Or are you a, a gamer? Either of you? Because I, I feel like with Dewey, his influence, like you guys has to have to have played something.
2: Yo, I I don't play video games at all. Yeah, uh, Bailey's. I mean, Bailey hits up our group chat a lot and says, "Download the forest." <laughs> uh, I am yeah. a fucking gamer.
0: What is the I mean, forest?
1: Um, so the forest is like a survival horror game. You're playing like Crashlands on a uh, on a peninsula and like off the Canadian coastline. Okay. And essentially, there's just like tribes of cannibals that roam the island and they have like really intelligent enemy AI and you just like craft and build and survive and explore caves and stuff. And I don't want to give it away. What's for up? These gamers? Yo, 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 here's Dewey.
0: Dewey. What's up? <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, what's up? I'm a huge Please,
1: fan. Uh, speak now, Tim McGraw, Red. <laughs> Uh, picture to burn yeah oh you know, you're all, uh, Taylor Swift
0: you're going off you, you, you just yeah. missed i i was showing some some merch that's unreleased um oh shit. I, I didn't I'm know sure. i didn't know you were such a fan
1: oh i used to be i dropped off after uh 1980 whatever it,
0: it doesn't matter because she's re-releasing so you're you're still in it
1: oh shit
0: <laughs> you're, you're still in it it doesn't matter that's what I'm about. um but but i'm happy to hear and see that you're doing well I'm, I'm yeah. still a, a fan. Obviously, I, I, I still follow you on social media, so I, I, I see you doing your thing, which I think is awesome.
1: That's all I can do, you know? Yeah. Yo, I was sitting in the bathroom at work at one of my like side hustle jobs, and I was just trying to like, ride out the clock, so I go on this guy's fucking Instagram to the flock, and it's like supposed to be him playing Fallout New Vegas, and <laughs> just, he's just showing fucking shit to the camera. It's not even fucking playing the game. You
0: hey, it's his stream. He can do whatever every once.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to get you back on the podcast at some point, Dewey, because I, I was telling yeah. them how we, I never got your vocal, so that episode was never released with you and Jamie. But we,
1: oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: it's all good. We'll 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 get you back on. I'll, I'll send you a link so you can book some time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Just let me know. All right, I'm chilling. I'm free as hell.
0: All right. Well, well, thank you. Thanks for making an appearance. Thank you. <laughs> That's crazy that's funny that you're wasting time watching his stream at work.
1: Yeah, I like sling pizzas on the side of Domino's uh, just because I want the money and uh, I'll get bored and not want to deliver because after a certain point in time, like after a certain time of day, people just stop tipping, Mm -hmm. and um, I'll go sit in the bathroom and just like fucking play on my phone or do whatever the fuck I'm doing. I was just, oh, dude we playing fucking Fallout New Vegas? I love New Vegas. And I opened it up and it wasn't Fallout New Vegas. It was him fucking looking at shit in general.
0: Okay. So you're you a real gamer?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, not as much as I used to be, but yeah. I, I definitely enjoy them. Okay. I, I try to, like, give myself an hour of it a day. An like, hour? Most days. Yeah, just an hour, you know. Because it's like I got to play guitar, make dinner, do, like, chores around the house, do whatever I'm really doing to keep myself sane, go fishing, whatever. So I just like give myself an hour to sit down and not touch my phone and just fuck my brain with
0: some video games. Yeah, see, I'm irresponsible these days. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter 6 and Diablo 4 and I'm I'm skipping meals. I'm neglecting um, a lot of things because it's just too fun.
1: Like, I would... When me and my girlfriend first started dating, she would... She lives in a different city. She lives, in the, she lives in Virginia Beach. So there would be days where I would just, like, we wouldn't see each other for a weekend, and I would be so bored I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Blah, blah, blah. And I would just get on Skyrim, and I would just play it from the moment I woke up until, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And i was like, all right, I have to stop doing this. This is crazy. This is insane.
2: Yeah, last
0: night, it, it I think it was, like, 2 a.m. I'm, I'm playing Diablo 4, and I'm just like, this is the time that i woke up yesterday i need to go to sleep yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah there, there's some moments like that where i'm like All right, like I I, I I could become a real piece of shit yeah. but uh, <laughs> but it's really yeah, fun yeah. It, it, it's really fun and, and it's it, it's so stupid too because when, when i i, I kind of sit back and think I, I was like i just spent the last six hours controlling a necromancer but it, in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really matter <laughs> i'm just sitting here uh, for a crazy amount of hours uh playing this little character that i can't take with me um but it's still so much fun it's crazy
1: oh yeah yeah no i what really like fucked me up is um the singer of our guitarist other band ryan um he'll get on the game we'll get on the game and we'll jump into like party chat Mm-hmm. And We'll start playing something, and we'll just be fucking sitting there talking shit to each other for like, God knows how long. And then I'll look up, and it's 4 a.m., and I'm just like, "Fuck me!" And then I sleep the whole day the next day, and my girls all pissed off at me. It sucks.
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, I'll I'll get roped in because I'm in a, a a Discord with some friends from uh, Pennsylvania, and, and I'll pop in just to say hi, and yeah. they'll be like, "Hey, hop on Fortnite." hop on overwatch oh,
1: yeah. and
0: yeah. yeah and then we'll play for like whatever two three hours and then be like hey i'm gonna stream sons of anarchy and the next thing you know we're like five episodes deep of like uh, sons of anarchy and i'm like dude it's late where i live in california i can't imagine how early it is in pennsylvania yeah. you guys yeah. this is that's crazy
1: that's how what, like my first like online gaming friend i ever made was during the pandemic and he lives out west where I mean, he's in the same time zone as you i don't think he's in california now mm-hmm. and um we would he's got would have all the energy in the world to play all night long and then it would be like three o'clock my time like three a.m my time playing Warzone. and he I, I don't know what three o'clock my time would be for you guys but it would still be like Midnight. Ready, it'd be reasonable Midnight. for him yeah like he'd just be like all oh, right i'm ready for bed and i'm just like wait what like, yeah, I'm not staying up till 3 a.m. like you.
0: And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, shit's crazy. Um, but all right. I am a fan of what you guys are doing. Uh, keep it up. And I hope everybody who's gotten this far into the podcast is telling all their friends about Dimension 6. But before we sign off, is there anything else you guys would like to say?
1: Um, Brett, I, I have a thing. Um,.
2: Uh, yeah, shout out Virginia.
1: Yeah, shout out 100% Virginia hardcore.
2: Yeah, shout out every scene Virginia. Uh, shout out Kenny.
1: Yo, shout out Kenny. Shout out, uh, shout out, shout out, out Sultry. Sultry? Sultry. Sultry. Yeah, yeah, shout out Sultry. Go listen to Sultry. Uh, Infernal Gaze. Infernal Gaze. Shout out fucking all the killing it Richmond bands right now. Shout out fucking Borno hardcore. Virginia Beach hardcore. Uh Shout out The Flock. Yeah. Um, shout out my job for giving me money to <laughs> do fun things like this. All right. Yeah. yeah it seems like I'm being a sarcastic dick. promise I'm not, I'm just a funny guy.
0: Well, I appreciate your time today. Like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan. I love what you guys are doing, and I hope uh, to see you guys do more. And I can't wait to see you guys and watch you guys grow as a band. I'm definitely looking forward to it. But like I said, I appreciate your time today. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. Please support their band, support their local scene, all awesome stuff. We'll be back soon.
2: Goodbye.
1: Fuck yeah. Thank you so much, man.